We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Baisley, catch me out. There you go. <laughs> nice. Hardy spins it to Tork. Great defense by the rookie out of Arizona State. Another ferocious slam by Hamadou Diallo. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Uncontested Postgame Podcast Edition. I am your host, Justin, as Oklahoma City falls to the Nuggets in Denver 95-97. to Before we dive into tonight's game, I want to let you know that we are proudly part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network and the official podcast of BoomtownHoops.com. If you don't already, be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a five-star rating. You can also find us on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook for all of your Thunder content needs. So tonight, the Thunder lose 95-97 to the Denver Nuggets in a game that probably feels pretty familiar if you've been watching the Thunder this last week. We kind of thought about just posting the same post-game podcast three times in a row because, honestly, it felt like the same game. You could change out the mascots. We're not going to do that to you. But there's a lot of similarities. The Thunder come into this game depleted. They actually had nine players tonight versus the eight they had against the Lakers because Isaiah Roby was a game-time decision, and he ends up playing 19 minutes tonight for the Thunder. However... The Thunder still come in with no point guards. SGA being what feels like very cautiously held out with a knee injury. 
I mean, if you watch the Lakers game, he's jumping, um, being very active on the bench. He even got some pregame work in. He's clearly not super injured. I think the Thunder are being extra cautious. Meanwhile, Teo Maladone, he's out in health and safety protocols. And then, of course, George Hill, who had thumb surgery and will be out for at least three more weeks. Which leaves the Thunder without a primary ball handler. So what happens? The Thunder are forced to share the wealth. And for the fourth straight game, they have come out absolutely swinging. They have come out and taken their opponents to the woodshed. And I think it's this energetic burst at the beginning of games that catches teams off guard. They see the Oklahoma City Thunder on the schedule. They see the record, 10-15 and 15 currently. They know the situation that the Thunder are in, and they especially know what their roster situation is in, being shorthanded and having no point guards. And I think they relax. And that's what we saw both games against the Lakers. That's what we saw tonight against the Nuggets. And going back one further to the Timberwolves, Listen, the Timberwolves are in no position to overlook anybody, but that game where the Thunder scored 83 points in the first half, the Timberwolves were not prepared for that. Going back to those four games, if you look at the first half versus the second half, uh, some very obvious trends start to stand out. Uh, Tonight, the Thunder outscore the Nuggets by 13 in the first half and are outscored by 15 in the second half. Last game against the Lakers, the Thunder outscored the Lakers by 10 in the first half and are outscored by 11 in the second half in overtime. The game before that, they outscored the Lakers by 4, are outscored by 11. Uh, The Timberwolves game, they outscored the Timberwolves by 21, outscored by 19 in the second half. They do hold on to win that one. But total, that puts the Thunder at a net plus 48 in the first half and a net minus 56 in the second half. So what's the deal? I think, like I mentioned, it's the energy. The Thunder are playing with an incredible amount of energy, and a lot of credit has to go to not only the players, but the coaching staff. This is a game plan thing. They are coming out energetic, they are coming out with their foot on the gas, and they are coming out with a strong game plan that honestly looks really impressive to start the games. When you talk about a team that doesn't have a point guard, the ball movement that the Thunder showcase at the beginning of each of these games is so strong, so strong. It is a a point guard by committee. Uh, Lots of players getting assists. Lots of players getting involved in the action. The Thunder actually out-assist the Nuggets tonight, which has been pretty commonplace. I think the other night they set a record for assists in a game without SGA or Maladone. This team is sharing the ball, and they're having a lot of fun doing it. The problem is they're just not doing that all game. And we saw that again tonight. The first half was characterized by the ball flying around the court, finding the open man, driving and dishing, kicking it out, cutting to the guys inside. It it was so much fun, and it's tough to defend. If you're the Nuggets, you're not ready for that. You see a team without a point guard, and you don't expect to have to defend that. But once again, that's what the Thunder did. However, in the second half, what you saw a lot more of was iso ball. You saw a lot of Hami trying to take his guy off the dribble. Baisley trying to take his guy off the dribble. Dort trying to go one-on-one. You didn't see drive into the lane and kick out to Mike Muscala, to Justin Jackson, 
to Kenrich Williams to Al Horford, that kind of dried up in the second half of the game. And with it, the Thunder offense dried up. 16 points in the fourth quarter compared to 28, 25, and 26 in the three quarters, respectively, before that. That's been the theme for this Thunder team. And I think part of it has to be fatigue. When you're shorthanded like this, eight eight guys the last two games, nine guys tonight, you're going to get fatigued. As the game goes on, you're going to get worn out. You cannot play with the energy that the Thunder have played with at the start of games for the entire game. It's just not possible. And while they're able to punch teams in the mouth right out of the gate, which is great, they're not able to sustain that. Eventually, the other team settles in. They get a little more comfortable. They set their defense. And really, tonight, the Nuggets finally started hitting some shots. It literally took until about halfway through the fourth quarter, it seemed like. The the Nuggets finished this thing on a pretty substantial run. They went 12-0 at one point. I think it ended up being like 14-5 or something like that to close out the game. But really, the Nuggets just looked pretty average outside of Jokic and Jamal Murray. There's not a lot of guys that were doing a great job of scoring the basketball for the Nuggets tonight. They they kind of found a rhythm a little bit at the very end of the game. And it was enough. It was enough to close out the win. It was enough to send Oklahoma City back home with a loss. The Thunder head home uh, where they'll have a couple games back at Chesapeake Arena before heading out on the road again. They end their road trip with an 0-3 record before they head home this week to face the Bucks. On Sunday, Valentine's Day. Then they uh, face the Trailblazers. Then they head on the road to face the Memphis Grizzlies before heading up to Milwaukee to face the Bucks again. Not an easy stretch of games after a stretch of games, which was not very easy. The Thunder are going to continue to find themselves in situations like they did over this last week. It remains to be seen if they can improve upon what we saw uh, over this last week. But what I do like that we're seeing is the game plan to start the games. I love with these young guys, it's all of We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. About development, and I think what you're seeing at the beginning of the games is a little bit of, you know, their peak performance. We're getting to see what these young guys are capable of at the start of the game. But they're also, they're young guys. And they're not going to be able to sustain that for an entire game. They're not going to be able to sustain that every game. It's going to be inconsistent. That comes with the territory of being a young team. 
So it's encouraging to get to watch that. However, you hope to see as they continue to develop, can that be a little more consistent? Can they begin to, you know, use some of those ball movement principles that we see work so well at the beginning of the game throughout the rest of the game more consistently? Credit Karma has always been there to help you make better financial decisions. And now they want to help you even more. With a Credit Karma money spend account, you can be rewarded for good money habits. Credit Karma Money is a brand new checking account where you can win cash reimbursements for making purchases. Just pay with your debit card, and if you win, you'll be notified on the spot, and your Instant Karma cash will be added back to your spend account. Open your FDIC-insured spend account for free. There's no minimum balance requirements, no overdraft fees, and free withdrawals from a network of over 50,000 ATMs. And when you make a purchase between June 8th and June 30th, you'll automatically be entered to win $1 million. Right now, visit creditkarma.com backslash win money to open your free account and start winning instant karma. Go to creditkarma.com backslash win money to sign up for free and start winning. That's creditkarma.com slash win money. Instant karma is sponsored by Credit Karma. No purchase necessary. Exclusions and terms apply. See rules. Banking services provided by MVB Bank Incorporated. Member FDIC. Maximum balance and transfer limits apply. I would like to take a moment to tell y'all about the player of the game. The player of the game tonight, Justin Jackson. 20 points off 7 of 11, 7 of 11, pardon me, 7 of 11, 7 of 11 from the floor, 3 of 5 behind the three-point arc, 3 of 3 from the stripe, 3 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 steals in 28 minutes coming off the bench. A fantastic offensive performance from Justin Jackson. If you're like me, and you watched preseason, and you could not believe that the Thunder cut Frank Jackson and kept Justin Jackson, Isaiah Roby, um, I think <laughs> I think we know why Sam Presti's paid the big bucks, and I am not. Uh, Roby's been great. Kenrich Williams has been great. Justin Jackson showed us tonight what he's capable of. And I hope to see more of this from him moving forward. He's had some issues getting minutes in the lineup. 28 minutes feels like probably the most, if if not at least near the most that he's gotten for this team this season. And he made the most of it. On a night when the Thunder are shorthanded, they need different guys to step up, and he fit the bill tonight. Great game from Justin Jackson. Uh, the Thunder needed every bit of his scoring, and maybe a bit more, but overall, a really, really solid game from Justin Jackson. Looking beyond him, looking at the rest of the box score, uh, Al Horford stands out. Another great night from Al Horford scoring the basketball. His his outside shooting seems to have uh, really been a strong point for him this season. He ends 3 of 8, but a lot of those misses came in the second half. Speaking of inconsistency, the first half he looked like he was really finding his stroke. And you hope that that's something that can appeal to some other teams around the league to maybe trade for old Alfred. Uh, the the Athletic reporting today that the Thunder are open for business when it comes to trades. Uh, shocker, I really thought they were going to try to ride out the rest of Al's contract. But really, uh, getting the most you can out of Al Horford is a priority. So seeing him play well is a plus. Hoping that the Thunder can get a good asset haul in return. Next, we have to talk about our boy Kenny Hustle, Kenrich Williams, the shag, 
had a, a brief moment where it felt like a triple-double watch was in order. He finishes with seven points, eight assists, and 11 boards. He was at 7-7-7 uh, early in the fourth quarter, and you thought, mm, maybe, maybe, but not quite. Another solid game from Kenny Hustle, though. Uh, in the starting lineup for the second time, in, in lieu of some of those guys that have been missing, making the most of his opportunities, man. A young guy that's scrappy and fighting and putting it out there and has really kind of developed in front of our eyes, and I hope continues to do so. It's just that that's the most fun thing on any team, but especially a young team like this, seeing the guys that can just take it full advantage of their opportunity. We saw it with Lou Dort last year. Think how quickly Lou Dort's gone from a scrappy guy that makes the most of his opportunities to like a bona fide lockdown defender that any NBA team would love to have. That happened fast. I'm not saying Kenny Hustle's going to have the same ascension, but watching that development has been super fun. The kid gives it his all. Kenny Hustle, you know, sometimes I, I get a little wary of the word hustle. Let me tell you a quick story. I am not a great athlete. <laughs> this may come as a shock to you. <laughs> Probably not. Um, when I went to baseball camp as a young young whippersnapper, I went to baseball camp, and uh, it was very clear that I sucked. But I had fun, and I tried hard. And at the end of the week, when they gave out the awards, I got Mr. Hustle. And while it was cool to get a little award, a little ribbon from the coach, <laughs> it was also very clear of like, that's the award you give to the kid that sucks. So when you hear a name like Kenny Hustle, it makes you wonder like, uh, you know, he's got a good motor, kind of like a, a bless his soul. He, he's not a great player, but he tries hard. <laughs> that describes me growing up. Uh, but that's not, that's not him. He's a great player who busts his butt. Kenny Hustle is a well-earned nickname, and he, he put it on display tonight. He kept some plays alive that nobody else could have done. And he's, he's kind of owning that niche on this team, and I hope he continues to do so. Next guy we have to talk about is Hami. Hami with 16 points. Hami has been on a scoring rampage. I think it's 12. Don't quote me on that. I think it's 12 straight games with double-digit scoring. Longest streak of his career. I didn't think it was possible. He has taken he has taken a leap. He has taken a leap over these last few weeks, and I hope it sticks. It's so refreshing to see from Hami when he makes the smart decisions, which he's done so much better lately. My biggest knack on him has always been his inconsistency. It's not knowing when to make the right play. It's, it's, you know, moving faster than he's thinking. Uh, and I think we've seen him really, really minimize the bad plays. Now that said, massive caveat, he had two plays that really stand out tonight <laughs> in terms of being bad plays. That's what you don't want if you're a player. If you're going to have a bad play, you don't want it to be a loud bad play. And sometimes, well, everything Hami does is a little bit loud. So when he has bad plays, his bad plays are pretty loud. At the end of the first half, the Nuggets are heaving from half court, throwing up a prayer. It hits the backboard, and then it hits Hamadou Diallo's hands, which, my friends, is a goaltend. That shot had a 0.000% chance of going in the basket. All Hami had to do was turn around and walk to the locker room, and it's no basket. 
but instead he tried to play the cutesy, I'm going to swatch your ball away so you can't see it go through the hoop. But the problem was they hit the backboard first. And everybody knew it. Everybody knew it but Hami until he did it. <laughs> the look on Mike Muscala's face, go look up that clip. Muskie's standing right behind him. <laughs> he looks positively appalled. And that's three points for the Nuggets at the end of the first half that they had no business getting in a game that you lose by two. Now, I'm not a big fan of like picking out single plays throughout a game in a one possession game because there, you know, there's a million of those that can swing a game two points. That one, that one feels pretty big though. He also had a play late in the game where it was clear he wanted to drive to the basket. He wanted to be the hero that put the thunder back on top and he just bowled over Jamal Murray. Like Jamal Murray was set just waiting for Hami to come. Hami kind of lost the ball, so he didn't have great control. So he's trying to get the ball, and he just bowls over Jamal Murray for a charge. And that pretty much did it for the Thunder. Um, that just about wrapped it up. Hami, man, uh, those are the plays you got to minimize. And to his credit, he's done a much better job of that as of late. I hope that Hami can continue to have more positives than negatives because I really feel like this recent stretch from him, you know, the last week or so, has been really strong. And I hope to see more of it. I think he's done a great job of honestly being one of the primary ball handlers in Shea and Teo's and George Hill's absence. And that's been really cool to see. It's nice to see his evolution. Let's do a little bit of stock up, stock down. Haven't done that in a hot minute. Stock up, Kenny Hustle. I've already talked about Kenny Hustle. I want to talk about Kenny Hustle again. Kenny Hustle is so much fun to watch. Uh, he is absolutely a, a joy. He brings it on every possession. Uh, I've I've become fond of the hair beginning of the season. It's like weird. What is that? But now I'm into it. The shag. Embrace the shag. Respect the shag. Fear the shag. Kenny Williams, stock absolutely up. Second start tonight. I hope he continues to get some starts, even when Shea and uh, Teo come back. Let's see him get some starting minutes. Let's see what he's capable of. Stock up, Kenny Hustle. On the flip side, stock down, Darius Baisley. Our boy Bays, the intern, gap year, uh, not having a great year. Seven points tonight, two of nine from the floor. And one of those two was a garbage basket at the very end of the game. One of three from behind the arc, seven rebounds, uh... Bayes has just not been great lately. It's frustrating to watch because you can tell he's so frustrated. He is frustrated with his play on the court. He's being asked to carry a lot more of the load this year than he has in in past season. Past, <laughs> in the past season. I almost said past seasons, but like this is his second year, so that doesn't make any sense. He's being asked to do more this year. And we're seeing the growing pains. And the growing pains are there. And that's okay. He's young. It's his second year. And I said this on a recent podcast. He's probably had the weirdest first two years that anybody's ever had in the league. It's like, I can cut him a break. But I think what gets me is watching his uh, his reaction to bad play. He's very expressive. When he's playing well, you can see it when he's frustrated. There's lots of throwing the ball against the stanchion or, or smashing it on the ground or eye rolls or clenching his jaw. Like 
it it definitely seems like the bad plays affect him. And I don't think that's a good thing, especially for a young player. For a young player to develop, you got to roll with the punches. Take the good with the bad, learn what you can, and move on. You can't dwell on your mistakes as a young guy. If you're if you're at the pinnacle of your craft and you make a mistake, that's one thing to be upset about it. But you're a young fella. You're learning. There's no reason to to dwell on those things so much. To quote the great coach Ted Lasso, you got to be a goldfish, man. Goldfish have 10-second memories. That's what you need to have, Bays. Be a goldfish. Don't remember your mistakes. Just go out there and ball. Use what you got. You're a talented kid. Let's see what you got. Don't dwell on the mistakes. So now, ladies and gentlemen, we've reached the portion of our program where we go to Twitter questions. We always ask, you always deliver so many Twitter questions. So let's start at the top. At El Chulo Loco, which I looked up the, the translation of that. That means the crazy pimp. The more you know, kids. Who do you think whispered in Hami's ear to commit that atrocious goaltending violation at the end of the third? <laughs> well, first off, I'm just now realizing that earlier I talked about that as being uh, right before halftime. So... <laughs> idiot. Uh, That was definitely at the end of the third quarter, uh, which makes it feel all the louder. That said, there are some on NBA Twitter, uh, on that twitter.com website, that are suggesting that, you know, a one Mr. Sam Presti may have whispered something in Hami's ear to get him to uh, commit that goaltend to support the tank. Obviously, I don't believe that. Uh, (laughs) NBA Twitter, it's the best and the worst, man. Uh, no, I, I don't think there was any ulterior motives there. I think Hami wasn't thinking. Uh, I think that he was in the heat of the moment. He was being Hami going 100 miles an hour and not thinking about what he should have been doing. At Hudson, Lacey asks, why did Lou Dort pull from 27 feet with 17 seconds left on the shot clock, up eight with 2.30 left? I think Lou is dealing with a little bit of a a similar experience in that he's trying to find a shot. He's struggled. His regression to the mean has hit, and it has hit hard. One of five from behind the arc tonight after that fantastic beginning of the season. We're, We're 25 games in now. That feels like a pretty good sample size, and he's a lot closer to his average. And I think when you're when you're reeling a little bit like Dort has been with his shooting, I think sometimes you you can force it. And I think that's what he was doing. He's not always making the smart play. He had some incredibly great plays, some great hustle plays. That one, not one of his best. At Taylor underscore P15, our boy Taylor asks, the Thunder win that game if Shea plays, right? Starting to feel like some blatant tanking tanking from Presti, as if it wasn't already obvious. Whoa, Taylor, whoa. What are you talking about? No, I'm kidding. Um, you know, I, I'm not one that believes that Shea is a hundred percent. I don't think I don't think we're doing that. I don't think that's the game that we're playing here. I don't think we're preventing totally healthy players from playing basketball. That that's not the game. I do, however, think the Thunder are being incredibly cautious with Shea. Because why not? You know, in another season, I think Shea plays tonight. In this season, why? Why risk it? 
Why risk it for a middle of the Febu- middle of February game against the Nuggets? It's, there's no reason to. There's no reason to to risk a long-term injury to somebody for a meaningless game. And that's honestly it that's what tonight was. It was a meaningless game. The Thunder can afford to be a lot more cautious with guys' health in a season like this where they're rebuilding. I think that that's what we got going here. It'll be interesting to see how much longer he comes back. Uh, how much longer is he dealing with this knee pain? Hopefully we can see Shea back soon because I enjoy watching Shea Gilgis Alexander play basketball. At K Shes, K Skis, I don't know. Whatever your name is. Kevin. At Kevin. Hey Kevin. How did Darius Miller of all people have the highest plus minus on the Thunder? Plus eleven and eleven minutes with zero points contributed. This is the great deception of single game plus minus. Sometimes it can be helpful. Sometimes you can gain a little bit from it. Often more helpful looking at a larger sample size. Because of nights like tonight, eh, you can get lucky. I think that's what that is. Darius Miller, you know, happened to be out there at the right times. He's not the one driving that plus 11. He was a beneficiary of it. Don't read too much into it. Look at the larger sample sizes when it comes to plus minus and things will seem to make more sense. At Go Get Wins. Inconsistent, indecisive, unreliable. Three words out of my impression about Baisley's performance by far this season. Do you agree? Those are some $10 words, Go Get Wins. But yeah, I think I agree. Inconsistent, definitely. He's shown some great flashes. Inconsistent is not the worst compliment in the world. Being consistently bad is a lot worse than being inconsistent. Uh, but Baze has been inconsistent. He's shown some good moments, and he's shown some really bad moments. And he's a second-year player who will get better at that. Indecisive? Definitely. Baze seems at his worst when he's overthinking. When he's not just out there hooping. And I think that's what you see is when he it's so clear he's slowing down and trying to think about what the right play is instead of just doing the right play. And it's a cliche of when the game slows down, but that's what Baisley needs. The game, I don't think, has fully slowed down for him yet. And until it does, he's going to be struggling with that a little bit. Unreliable? Mm, I don't know. I don't know if you can tag unreliable on Bays yet because I don't think they need him to be reliable. Use unreliable for a guy like Kevin Durant, Mr. Unreliable, am I right? No, I'm kidding. But like really, when, when when you need to rely on someone, I think that's when you can say they're unreliable. I don't think the Thunder are at a stage yet where they are relying on Darius Baisley night in, night out. So I don't know if I'd pin unreliable on him just yet. Uh, looking through these last couple questions... Okay, this is a good one. The rest I think I've kind of answered already, so I don't I don't want to bore you. Um, at Black Dolphin Five asks, how are the players going to learn to keep the hot streak after halftime? I think having more players helps a lot with that. When you have eight players, it's hard to keep that energy level up all game. On the flip side, I think the Thunder need to be more disciplined about ball movement, and I think that goes with fatigue. When you're tired. You don't want to do do the right thing. You want to do the easy thing. And a lot of times, taking your man ISO one and one that's the easy thing. The hard thing is to drive and kick, to move the ball around, to run around the perimeter, to get good floor spacing. That takes a lot more effort. 
it's easy to just drive at the basket and hope you can get a layup or a foul. The Thunder are going to have to work on that to be able to close games as strongly as they have finished games as of late. That wraps up our coverage for tonight's game. Thunder versus Nuggets, 95-97 final in Denver. Thunder are back home against the Milwaukee Bucks on Sunday, Valentine's Day, 7 p.m. in Oklahoma City. Immediately following that game, we will have our weekly live stream. So check that out on Twitter, on Facebook, and most importantly, on YouTube. We'll be back with you after every single game, just like this podcast tonight, taking your questions, breaking down what we see, and then our weekly live stream live streams every Sunday night. They get posted in podcast form for your listening pleasure Monday morning. So if you want all that fantastic Thunder content, be sure to subscribe. It helps us. It helps other people find us. It makes us feel warm and fuzzy inside. And drop a five-star review means the world to us. That's all I got. Love you. Bye. Thunder up. about mcdonald's all day can't get it off my mind i can already taste it oh got my mind on my mouth and my mouth ready for some mickey d's deal there's a deal for every moment at mcdonald's right now get two of your favorites for just 350 mix and match a classic mcchicken a hot and spicy mcchicken or a juicy mcdouble price and participation may vary cannot be combined with combo meal single item at regular price 